Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright finds out about the evolving financial goals people have. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. HSBC Premier recently released its annual affluence survey, looking at the evolving financial goals of investors here in Hong Kong. I'm joined now by Sami Abuzar, who is Head of Investments and Wealth Solutions in Wealth and Personal Banking for Hong Kong at HSBC to discuss some of the findings. Thanks for joining me today, Sami. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. So let's kick off with a, a key question. Why is reaching the first local currency million seen as such a milestone for so many people here? So as you say, we, we conducted this survey among over a thousand affluent Hong Kongers. So they were aged between 24 and 64. And as you say, we wanted to understand their, their financial needs and their aspirations. And yes, becoming a local currency millionaire is considered a major achievement, especially in a place where saving is such an important tradition. Um, and we found on average, these respondents felt that they were going to hit or had hit their milestone at age 33. And then they move on to the next big one, which is which is reaching the 10 million mark. Okay, so let's talk about how you can achieve that first goal, the core principles people should be applying to achieve their their first currency million and, and where they go next. So for the first one, the focus was really on saving from their salary. So 61% of respondents said that was how they got to their first million. And it was the number one source of, of wealth. But when they look beyond that to the 10 million mark, that shifted to include returns on investment and property and those two things playing a bigger role in their in their wealth creation. So obviously there isn't a universal formula for success, but we always advocate some key principles, starting early, regular saving, disciplined investing, and of course, diversifying. Those are really crucial. And as we all know, but often don't practice, the earlier you start, the more you can benefit from that power of compounding to achieve your goals. Now, aside from that, losing out because you've started too late, what are the stumbling blocks investors can face with planning towards a comfortable retirement? So the major concerns we heard from our survey respondents were really around the external economic environment and also making the wrong investment decisions. So those were the two things that concerned them the most. But then there were a number of other potential obstacles. They were worried about unexpected expenses coming through, medical costs or family needs. Um, and, and those who are earlier in their wealth journey today felt that actually a slowing career development or salary growth could be an obstacle for them as well. Um, I think also these are these surveys are a point in time. So as you'd expect from the last 18 months, many were also worried about their reserves being eroded or the value of their reserves being eroded by by inflation and not ending up with enough to support their retirement lifestyle. So I think, again, this is really about having a disciplined approach to saving and investing through what are likely to be different economic cycles over the over the course of um, of people's lives. Now, how important is real estate investing as part of a portfolio for, for people here? And why do people say that is? So we, we asked a question about how they would divide their investments if they had one million Hong Kong dollars in, in liquid assets. So that question didn't cover real estate, but it was interesting to see how they would divide their assets. So cash and equities were really number one there, 40% and 25% respectively in the portfolio, followed by foreign exchange funds and bonds all taking up around 10%. But then to your question, when we look at property itself, what we do see from the survey is that its role in wealth creation 
is losing a bit of its luster, even though three quarters of the respondents owned at least one property. And 53% still felt property was a really important tool for wealth preservation. But that's actually down 23 percentage points from 2022. And I think that that's probably for a couple of reasons. One is that many felt there were lower risk wealth management products that could help them build their wealth. And then when we asked them about their outlook for property prices, they were a bit more conservative than they may have been in the past. So around 57% were expecting a drop in property prices over the coming 12 months. So I think the picture has shifted. Property still obviously very important in this market, but other investment solutions taking up a bigger role as well. Aside from these concerns you just mentioned, what other key economic concerns did the people involved in the research say they have? So we did find that there was quite a cautious outlook on the economy from our respondents. Around 38% expected the economy to get worse and about a similar proportion expecting no change. Um, and obviously people are focused very much on rates. So 63% of our respondents expected a rate hike, even though they didn't most of those, around 77%, so most of that group didn't feel that it would be more than 2%. Um, so I think this is still an environment where there's where there's caution around what's happening, um, both with interest rates, with inflation and the broader economy. And when we asked them, what would you do next now? Um, there's still very much a strong desire to benefit from high deposit rates. So time deposits are still very much um, a, popular, um, a popular investment or a popular thing to do with their, with their cash. But many also saying that they're going to diversify their investments and their risk and also be a little bit more cautious around their spending. So I think really reflecting the somewhat uncertain economic environment. So one last question. What would your top tips be for someone who is just starting out in their, their wealth journey? What, what would you suggest to them? You know, they're, they're quite young, but they, they're not really sure how they should get on the, their foot on the ladder. Well, if they're starting and thinking about it and ideally young, then they're already doing the most the most important thing. So I think being conscious about their financial future, starting to think about what that implies, starting to plan as soon as they can start saving, if they do that and they put some of those savings aside in a diversified portfolio, and they keep topping into that portfolio regularly over time, then they're in great shape. Um, and I think that's really the, the really the key. Being conscious, starting early, planning, saving, diversifying your investments, um, and, uh, and, and then they'll be on their path to their first million and beyond. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much for joining me and explaining a little bit about your annual affluent survey. That's Sami Abbazar, who is Head of Investments and Wealth Solutions in Wealth and Personal Banking for Hong Kong at HSBC. Thank you for having me, Carolyn.